Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Justin's Vinyl. And here's your host, Dustin Chafin. And that's Anthony Geffer on the guitar. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk like this the whole show. Everybody's Dustin's got their, Vinyl they in got the their, morning. They got their radio voice. <laughs> We're we going to get the lead out. Get the oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lead out. Doing a two for Tuesday. Uh, Ninth caller wins tickets to Striper. <laughs> Woo! Ah, how you Is been? It just me, Anthony, or we just keep getting better looking every show. Oh, I think, I mean, look oh, at yeah. this. We're crushing it. You, oh, got, yeah. you got your rugged look going. Mm-hmm. It's like you could either. You had sex or you've been on an island for three years. One or the other. <laughs> Can it be both? <laughs> yeah. If you get lucky enough to have somebody on the island. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the goal. What's up? Fun. Good to see you. Good been to see a bit. you. Yeah. Been a bit. Not a bit. A little bit. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been a, it's been a little while. How? Well, I don't even know. I never know where you are anymore. You're just that's always, a good thing. That's you're a always good on the road. Yeah, road's been good. Road has been good. We uh we did our tour this week. Um uh, we were in uh Jacksonville, Florida and Ooh. uh played a couple theater shows there and uh I'm wearing a uh Tadashi Trucks to band t-shirt and I got to hang out with these guys. Ooh. That was amazing. Nice. And uh, let me bring in Jeff and Adam for this so we'll all have fun together. All right, oh, everybody, yeah. let's bring in the other family. Uh, Jeffrey Paul and Adam Holtz, everybody. Hey, what's happening, guys? Everybody <laughs> <laughs> doing all right? Everybody's good. What's up, Jeff? Yeah, Do you like meeting your rock stars that you worship? It's so cool. Oh, oh. dude, you, you made a good one. Like Tedeschi and Trucks. They, that is some guitar player. I thought it was an actual truck company. I can never say her name. I had to figure it out as I was talking to her. Tadashi, Tadushi, Kardashian, Kadeshi. I don't know. I just Susan is her name. Yeah, don't call it. <laughs> yeah, don't call it by her full name then. <laughs> Susan. So yeah, so we did shows and uh, we did the one show, and I knew they were coming. And I've seen this band. I've seen him live many times. And he's, you know, Derek Trucks is a guitar god. He filled in uh, for the Allman Brothers. He's been a prodigy. He's like Mozart. He's been good since he was like seven. That's right. The guy's phenomenal. Phenomenal guitarist. The top 10, definitely living, you know, for sure. Hands down. So big fan, whatever. And then Nate's wife was telling me that they were coming to the show. And I was like, what? You know, and so... 
I didn't get to see him, you know, right before the show, I saw him for a second and then they watched the show. And so, you know, I went on and they came out and they were like, you're so funny. And I, you know, and that's what you want. You don't want them being. They came like, up to you. Yeah. They came that's up and cool. said I was so funny. That's and they were really still on stage. Cool. They were telling me how funny it was. So that was wow. a good sign. <laughs> I was like, go watch the other guys. Kind of why everybody's here. But, uh, <laughs> It was fun. They got to, you know, so usually, you know, that's all we want as comics is somebody to compliment our sets. But when it's somebody that you've yelled encore, encore, you know, (laughs) (laughs) at at least three shows, it's pretty wild. And so, uh, yeah, and I was kind of, I was a little off. Like, I, you know, you get starstruck, you know, some guys, you know, you try to be cool or whatever. But it was cool that it was he was treating me artist to artist, which I just wasn't ready for. And so that was pretty amazing. And then... Um, the tour manager worked with him on another band and, uh, the guy he's worked with fish and a whole bunch of bands. So he knows all the rock and roll life. And so Derek started talking to him and I started kind of joining in on the conversation, but it was pretty much me listening in on everybody they knew. And then he would just go down and start talking about Almond Brothers stuff and just like what happened at the funeral, at Greg's funeral and all these things. Just crazy stories that nobody's probably even heard. But I got to hear backstage and I got to tell him that that the Almond Brothers are the Beatles of the South and blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff I've always said, but I got to say it to the guys that were involved with the band. So it was really cool. Did you tell him about Dustin Vinyl? I did. He might come on. And I'm serious. Because I'm doing uh, Dustin's vinyl interviews, and uh, we might might have him on. I'm going to do that as a Patreon, and he said he would do it. So well, that that would be pretty cool. So, yeah, we should do a special cool. episode. Yeah, of, uh, you think it'd be special? Yeah, I think so. No, I think it'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Jeff tries to make fun of me. And I'm like, well, we actually talked, and I have a cell phone. So there. Okay, I'm not yeah. making, how many? <laughs> how am I making fun of you? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. We're starting early. I love it's it. an episode of Dustin's Vinyl. Now. This is what we do, Anthony. <laughs> what we do. <laughs> so anyway, it was great. And uh, Susan was good. And then I met the quarterback for the Jaguars. That guy was good. Yeah, I saw that uh, picture. Yeah, he was cool, too. So he was in. Uh, I was more excited about Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi, I guess. I don't know. I can never say it right. But she's very talented as well. She's an amazing oh, yeah. singer. And so I saw them uh, close um, the Willie Nelson's Outlaw Music Tour. I saw them there. And then I saw them Radio City. And hey, Radio City. I got a, I just got a tour date. I will be performing with Nate in October at Radio City Music Hall. So I wow. am well, about we, that. You, you nice. got to put, put two tickets aside for me, Dustin. Two tickets I aside. Well, I may going. ask you. You might be opening for me in uh, Governors. I'm trying. I might play Governors and then I'll play. Um, the following to, week we'll play out. I'm happy if you're to available, do both. If you're available, we'll see. I'll talk to I'll you. I'll make later. myself available for yeah, you. Are we'll you make it up. But uh, we'll do governors together, and then you can come hang out with us at Radio City. But uh, yeah, so awesome. very exciting. I'm very blessed. I'm not being cocky. I'm being just you know. I've been beaten down so much in comedy that like when these things happen, I think people are pretty okay with it. <laughs> you know not, when, I'm when not you, like some kid that's just getting it. You know, know when people say you know they'll say something like uh, you know doesn't you're so lucky. You're so lucky. And I don't believe that. I yeah. believe that you people put themselves in a position to be lucky and that when opportunity had, you know, approached you, yeah, you, you were able to take advantage of it because there'll be someone who, who may have had the opportunity and they just weren't good and they couldn't hang and they couldn't do it. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, everything is specific with opportunities. You know, opportunities are very specific. It's like like with, with Derek Trucks. I mean, the fact that he was born into this family of amazing musicians, I mean, could have gone either way. You know, I mean, Latoya Jackson was born into it. It didn't go so well for her. You know? No, but she, also, she wasn't talented. I don't know if she put in the work either. Yeah. So it's like you have to have the talent when you have the connection. And so and then you got to be able to do the, the thing like this has been very, you know, very eye-opening for me is you know i'm leaning towards becoming a clean comedian and it's just like you know and to do that was very difficult it's still difficult you know i find myself you know catching you know moments where i want to go a certain way on stage but but that's the thing is like you know there's people that can't do a particular audience like this because you look out there there's like eight thousand people there's probably a thousand kids you know and you can't just get up there and be like hey my dick you know so (laughs) you know you want to (laughs) but you can't (laughs) that'd be great that was actually someone's bit yeah i did say shit once and it was no big deal and i said ass and whatever and everybody, it's everybody made fun of me i mean it wasn't wasn't like i was going in hard but i slipped you know because i was doing club sets and then i get one of these ridiculous things but uh yeah so anyway this you know Good times, good times. Can't Radio City. You know, I saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at Radio City Music Hall <laughs> when I was a kid. Okay, just for the record, that's a uh, that is a song we forgot to cover because I was in my zone and Adam's too polite, and uh, he's not like Adam and uh, he's not he's not like uh, Jeffrey and uh, Anthony. They'll go, "Hey man, what about me?" Like he'll just let it go. <laughs> 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 so we missed it, but that was his song. Was the Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh yeah, that was his uh, his children's uh, TV theme song, oh, we, which was uh, we got to cover. It was written what? by Chuck Lorre, which I thought was really interesting. Lorre, huh. the uh, the producer guy, the producer, yeah. Oh wow, okay, yeah, he's doing, he's crushing it. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> my wife and kids, or no, everything need was. I, I thought it was How like I met your mother. Two and a half it. men and uh, two and a half men. That was the big yeah. one. That's the oh big one. yeah. Didn't he do the mother one? No, that's somebody else. How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. I think you're right. I think you did that one. Anyway, that's a uh, very cool entity. I saw uh, the Rockettes there. And, okay, yeah. And, and I saw Willie Nelson, so that's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Well, Willie Nelson, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, it's pr- pretty comparable. <laughs> well, it is when you're the age when you saw that. Uh, I hope your age was 27, but <laughs> that would make it way better. Yeah. Uh, very cool. So, yeah. So, anyway, how how are you guys doing, Jeff? What have you been up to? You've been forming, been riding uh, it out. I've been I've been some working like a, What's going on? Like a dog. I have uh, yeah. I've been doing shows, but I'm also. Uh, we were talking off air, but I'm uh, opening up a comedy club in yeah. Hershey, Pennsylvania, called uh, the Laughing Stock Comedy Club. Laughing Stock, interesting. Laughing Stock Comedy it. Club. That's so great. we, yeah, we have a web uh, page up. We got all the socials going, and we're gonna pretty much like by the time this airs, I think we're gonna launch this by. We'll let people know beginning of June, and opening weekend is June sixteenth. Like it, I like it. It's very Woodstock. I like it. <laughs> um, see anthony who knew you know we link our wagon to old jeff over here and he's opening a comedy club yeah. we'll be bothering him every day hey man got a spot can i get a spot can i get a spot hey man can i get a spot hey man <laughs> i love pennsylvania <laughs> anthony I, you dustin you know whenever you guys roll through 
right. you know, all you got to do is just let me know and then I'll put you on hold. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I no. give you a lot of check spots, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as Dustin said, you guys are family, so you're in town. Yeah, you, we'll, we'll, do we'll do a vinyl show. We'll do we'll do a vinyl show. We should. Yeah. Adam, we yeah. got to make we should make that happen. Yeah, I got all the cameras. Next time, if these guys come uh, through, yeah. then we we should actually do a show from the club. Yeah, let's do it. I like it. I'm into it, and we'll all stay at uh, Ray Goots's house. No, you guys uh, get hotel rooms. That's that's hotel. one of the deals that we have. Oh yeah, oh, ooh, it's getting better and better. I like it. I love it. Fun stuff. How about you, Adam? What have you been working on? Uh, anything exciting? Visual screens and AI. What do you got? What are you up to? Oh yeah, always doing AI stuff, but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> as a hobby or for work, like what? what well, a kind mean? of a mix, a mix of things. Yeah. But no, Take I'm doing a lot world. of uh, a lot of uh, um, I'm working on a uh, art exhibit right, a interactive art exhibit right now. So doing a lot of wow, a okay. lot of production work, a lot of uh, editing, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be up in Brandeis in uh, August, and then kind nice. of travel the country. So I love it. <laughs> Anthony, how are the songs going? You got some new songs? What's happening? I've been working on songs a little bit, but, uh, you know, I've been working on uh, learning how to rewire guitars. So I finally... <laughs> hold on. I love how you and Adam did this at the same time. I, fi- <laughs> yeah. I finally I got... like, hmm, let me... <laughs> <laughs> it's so itchy. It's growing in. It's so so you're, you're building guitars now. That's your side hustle? Yes. Uh, well, I was trying to see if I could do it as, like... I wanted to do it because I'm doing this one man band and I'm try- I got to play bass and guitar at the same time. Okay. So if I could get my guitar to also be a bass, that's okay. pretty helpful. Uh, that's but pretty I thought cool. maybe I could do it. Maybe I can make money doing it. I'm not sure I'm good enough to make money doing it for other people, but. Well, uh, did, didn't Kurt Cobain like rebuild his guitar and he had his own sound because of it? Like something like that? Uh, something? I, he I designed heard. a guitar, yeah. but his design was he took two photos and cut them in half and put them together. It was the Mustang and the Jaguar, I believe. The oh, Jagstang. So he just like nice. glued the photos together and, and had, had Fender make it. Oh, okay. That's weird. I love it. Yeah. Drugs, everybody. But uh, but yeah, I, I I pretty much destroyed this and rebuilt it. So that is that's and been make, the, and it the makes last. Sound? Yeah, it makes sound. Check that out, bass and guitar at the same time. Um, so now that I've learned how to do that, now I can go back to um, like writing jokes and songs because oh. I, I I've been I, I have I've been having dreams about soldering guitars. Because I just have re- been researching it so much. It's, so t- it's fair to say your dream is a little different than Martin Luther's, right? <laughs> yeah. You have a, a dream bit. of soldering yeah. guitars. Okay? <laughs> uh, but now now I, I know how to do it. So now I can stop is thinking it, about it all the time. a weird, wet dream you have in there. Yeah. <laughs> Automizing guitars. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, we did that. That's it's great. aged me. Look at it. Like, right. I'm all gray now. All right. Enough, <laughs> of, enough of the soldering guitar. Pal. Okay. <laughs> uh, so today we're doing uh, collaborations, which uh, I think are very exciting. Uh, sometimes you come across some some that work and some some that don't work. I felt like uh, our list, some worked and some were like, wow. So um, I was do, trying to do some random pool. I didn't. 
I didn't look through all my collection. I just pulled a couple of things that were like. I feel like. Um, oh, is it, Billy, is it Billy Jean that uh, Eddie Van Halen did the yeah. thing? Uh, uh, yes. Oh Billie yeah, Jean. but there's Billy Jean. No, uh, no, beat it, beat it, beat it. It's beat it. Oh, yeah, beat, yeah, it. beat it. it. Um, but there's yeah. also a collaboration on that one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, with uh, with Dirty Diana? No, with, no that's uh, on isn't, the next that, album. isn't Paul McCartney on one of those songs? Is he? Okay. No, they, they, that was on. Um, that was on the um, YT, say, right? No, no. Uh, say, say, say. <laughs> was okay, here's I, the but, song down here. Right? Say, read this. Say, 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 and the girl is mine. I can't read. That. Isn't the girl read, is mine? I can't isn't read the font. Thriller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Is it on either one of those albums? Is it I on thought the girl is mine is on Thriller. My life. No, I don't think it's on here. I don't think oh. human nature. It's not on here, man. I, don't I think, think it was after. Oh, the, the girl's mine is on. Oh, thriller. it is here. The girl's mine. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, you guys doubt sorry, me. Dude. Like, I'm I don't sorry. have Thriller on I vinyl, too. I couldn't read it. <laughs> 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 All right, so there's two collaborations. There's yeah. uh, with Paul McCartney, Beatles, that dude, Wings, whatever. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then oh, Eddie Van Halen on Billie Jean. Yeah, and how much do you guys Beat think? It. Beat yeah, it. how much do you yeah. think Eddie Van Halen got paid to do that? Lead? Zero. I've seen that little video for free, huh? You and I love, I love that little video. He talks about it. He's just like, usually, uh, you know, the thing is in the band. We don't do anything outside of the band. But they were all out of town. That's really funny. And he's just like, ah, who's gonna listen? You know, one take, one take. That's Eddie. Did it one take? Wow. One take. Yeah, he's great. So yeah, so that's. Uh, I think it's the only Clara album I could find. And I just had stuff that we just had a bunch of. Not necessarily. It's the same genre, but like collaboration of, you know, great artists. Money Waters, Howlin' Wolf, Buddy Guy. Nice. I wish that was my name, Howling Wolf. It could be. Maybe you can howling, change it. Howling Raccoon would be good for you. I would. <laughs> howling Possum, you know. I would love to be Howling Wolf. No, oh, Howling Hamster. That's like dude, an alliteration. No, so. no, no, no. Dude, you live in Staten Island. It's got to be Howling Turkey. <laughs> we do have a lot of turkeys. Wild turkeys too on. many turkeys we do have a lot of t- turkeys and then this i don't know it's got a bunch of people on it i don't know anything about it somebody gave it to me like as this last week um leon russell and friends so it's it's got some collaborations on it i didn't have the time to find everything you ever try to look look an album up and then just no information and you're yep. like yeah dude I got I gotta read I gotta read like you know some cream magazine from like seventy four just to get some information on this album. <laughs> so uh, it's yeah. weird how the internet forgets certain things. Yeah, some things don't come up from at all. before. Yeah. yeah, and then some things just you know easy to find like uh, nude photos. Anthony Gaffer, those come up. <laughs> <quick>. <laughs> and you can get them on the Patreon for the podcast. The Patreon. Uh, we have interviews. We have one? We have, yeah, interviews, nude pictures of Anthony Gaffer. I'm telling you, but I think it's going to take off just because of that alone. Yeah. Woo! Very exciting, guys. All right. Oh, sh- nope. <laughs> oh, drop the album. I had this thing out before. So let's start with you, Anthony. What did you bring us today for collaborations? For collaborations. Okay, so the, the first one I'll uh, talk about is 
I was surprised. You, I let you guys pick your yours first because I thought for sure someone was going to pick this one, but I picked yeah. uh, Aerosmith and Run DMC doing "Walk This Way" uh, from I believe 1986. Um, Run DMC was. Um, I was reading that they they had been using the sample of this song and then just doing like a freestyle kind of thing over it, and they had no idea what the song sounded like beyond the intro or who Aerosmith was. Uh, and then I guess it was Rick Rubin's idea for them to just cover the song. And it became a smash hit. It was like a comeback for Aerosmith because they were not very cool, I, I, uh, I think, uh, previous years leading up to this. So this was like the beginning of their first comeback. And this was like a huge single for just hip hop. It was, you know, like a, it was uh, big for hip hop being main, a mainstream uh, medium, I guess. Uh, so that was, uh, that was my pick. Fantastic. So we actually covered the album. I have the album. I just, I forgot yeah. you were doing this song. I would have brought it out. Um, yeah. What a great, what a, I remember I was a kid tiny little kid junior high and this song was everywhere and uh yeah it's a perfect collaboration i don't think hip-hop was really a thing yet you know it was mm -hmm. like they were you know, it was all kind of it was mushing it was forming you know what i mean yeah. it was shaping like water just trying to become a thing and it wasn't really there completely i think this definitely put it on the map as becoming music that you know mainstream kids would listen to oh yeah but, it was uh, way more underground before yeah, yeah absolutely and but the video was fantastic you know yes just like and they were fantastic everybody and like yeah it definitely gave a resurgence to aerosmith because i think everybody went out and you know like because yeah they were fading out it was they were more of a 70s band and then the 80s kind of you know it was more other stuff michael jackson that kind of stuff so this was um yeah, this is a song that, you know, every time it comes on, I love it. And it's like, uh, I remember our dance. We had a big dance in junior high and like every, we were all trying to do this, you know, dance like run DMC. And this Did you take a big chance at that dance? I did. <laughs> <laughs> asking. And I went with Mary. No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> she wasn't bugging or anything, right? So Jeff, I know you love this song. Uh, yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. This is the grandfather of the superstar, you know, duos. Um, yeah, Run DMC was was probably bigger than Aerosmith was at the time. They had already come oh, up yeah. with Rock Box, uh, King of Rock. You know, so this was already they were already huge. And then Aerosmith was, you know, they had gone through a decline. There was fighting in the band. There was substance abuse problems. Joe Perry was out of the band. And now it was nice to see them starting to come back. And like Dustin said, man, this video was all over MTV. It was an amazing video. It was a great performance. You know, this, this, I mean, it's been overplayed a million times, you know, because it's so, you know, it's so old. But at the time, there was nothing. That was like the coolest video to watch. It, just it was fresh. awesome. You know, it's, it's still, yeah, listen, it's I, I still like it. It's a great it's song. Fresh. It sounds you know? fresh comparatively, you know, but I mean, I, it, it, it was, it was, this is great. This was a great song. I thought, I thought it was like so obvious that I'm not even going to pick this one. <laughs> that, I thought yeah. someone was going to pick it, but then when well, no one we, picked it, I was like, well, well we covered the album to. before you joined our beautiful. Oh cast, yeah. So I think that's probably why we were like, well, I'm glad you covered it. It's great. Uh, Adam, 
I heard you hate this song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this was, uh, um, I was in junior high and uh, I think it was 89 to 91. And this would be at the, I mean, they, they would play this at the dances then too. Um, it was just monumental. And like you guys said, like it was inescapable on MTV. I, I remember um, it, I, every time they would do the, uh, the, the top videos of all time countdown, uh, this would always be either one or somewhere right around one. What was the video? What was the video intro? Was it the video sketch or something? I feel like no. They were they were rehearsing and rehearsing. yeah, but and they were playing a song, and was it Sweet Emotion or something? I don't know. Oh, uh, probably yeah. But they were playing something, and you know, Aerosmith was rehearsing in the in the in the studio next to Run DMC. Mm. But I didn't realize until I was re- trying to read up about this uh, for the show that they couldn't afford to get all of Aerosmith in the video. So it's only uh, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. That's right. And then the rest of them is just like some some guys it's from nobody, some other it's band. No, it's, opportunity. It's, no, it's nobody else. It's just the two of them. Uh-oh. Yeah. And it's just like members from some other band. No, that they I don't just think there's anybody else. Well, I bet the, the, Wikipedia I bet the said story we, is we want to pay the other guys as much as they could. They couldn't afford it. Yeah, they couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were from another band. I, I was looking, It's on Wikipedia, but I don't remember. I don't know uh, if that's accurate then, because I remember watching that video a million times. Unknown hair metal outfit smashed Gladys. But I don't think those two were worth the price tag and, and the, whoever was putting this together. Yeah, it's like you just need a guitarist and the lead singer. And yeah, that, I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying, you know, Jeff, you were a suit. You know how this works. <laughs> you, uh, you yeah, dreams, would you? you it's just like if you had the Stones, you know, you can only afford yeah. two. Who are you getting? It's true. Um, yeah. The drummer and, and and Bill Wyman, that's right, because <laughs> he was so full of personality. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bill. Uh, He's still alive. Oh, uh, <laughs> who's the drummer? What's his name? Charlie, Charlie Watts. Watts. Charlie, Charlie Watts. Watts. That's who I was thinking of. He's, he's dead. Um, he's he is dead. <laughs> he just thought that. I have his jazz album. It's pretty good. He's just like. Uh, Drumming, jazz drumming. It's pretty fun. Ah! All right. Uh, Adam, what'd you bring us, you lunatic? Right. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with uh, with uh, uh, Beyonce and Jack White doing what? Don't Hurt Yourself. Come on. Okay. I didn't even know this was a thing. I know. I had no idea either. <laughs> oh, really? I you guys didn't listen to Lemonade like, when it came out? Happening? What is happening to my ears right now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, I, I had no idea that Jack White had uh, uh, collaborated with Beyonce. He actually, um, uh, I, I guess they had, they had met up at some point and she said, uh, I want to be in a band with you. And they, uh, he kind of sketched out this song. Uh, she kind of, th- she, it's, it's written by him, uh, Beyonce and Deanna, uh, Deanna Gordon. Uh, this is off of Lemonade in 2016. And it's actually got another collaborator on it too, which is uh, Led Zeppelin. For, uh, they used, they used uh, a sample from When the Levee Breaks uh, when uh, Beyonce is shouting, let it be, let it be, let it be, you can hear the drumming mm. from when the levee breaks there. Yeah, that's not um, really a true collaboration, in my opinion. Right, they right. Just use something. Yeah. Just a sample. Sample. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so this, um, you know, I thought, um, I, I mean, Beyonce has got such vocal range in this one. I mean, she really pushes it. She's, there's a little bit of Aretha. There's um, some Janis Joplin in there. And I mean, Easy. listening to this, I'm kind of like, I'm like, I, I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> He's so, not impressed. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I got no. But listening to this, I I, I kind of want to hear um, more of this album. I mean, this is the one that a lot of people say is the go-to, the considered probably her best album, Lemonade. Um, but uh, Lemonade's but great. Yeah, a, yeah, I gotta. I, it's delicious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, fil- it was, an interesting, it, it, was uh, a, it was a film, you know, like a, a video album. It's cool. I say watch it if you can watch it. Well, the uh, the the video for this song doesn't even have Jack White on. It doesn't even have his vocals on it. it mm-hmm. It's when she says Malcolm X and it goes into a whole bunch of footage of Malcolm X. Um, but um, and I guess Jack White wasn't even really expecting his vocals to be on it. He said it was in the demo and then they left it in. And um but um, yeah, I think it, it's just it's a fiery song. I, I think it's um, uh, pretty good. Yeah, um, I wasn't expecting it, you know, because I kind of just played that list and just I forgot whose was whose. And I forgot, mm-hmm. you know, I figured it was yours after it was playing. But um, I, I like Jack White. Like, I think he does a lot of weird stuff. Like, if I could do it over again, I'd probably do the Loretta Lynn uh, thing that he did oh, yeah. with her. Oh, yeah. So I didn't even think about it. But um yeah, he's fantastic. Anything that he arranges is going to be fun. I didn't like this at all. I felt like it was tried too hard to be some sort of new thing. Whereas I feel like, you know, with the Run DMC and Aerosmith thing, it, like it feels like it, it vibes perfectly. Like, for you know, I feel hip hop and metal. It's like, you know, it kind of or not metal, but whatever Aerosmith is, rock and roll. But it comes mm-hmm. together a little, little smoothly. And uh, this did not feel smooth. Um, this did, uh, this felt like forced and it was just trying to do, Hey, I'm hip, you know? And like, like she was trying to do what her husband did with Lincoln park. And, and you know, I don't yeah. know. I just feel like it, it didn't work for me personally. I, her voice is great, but it doesn't mean it works great with this. Like, I felt like I was like, I tried to give it a couple of shots. I was like, ah, it just feels, it, just, it, ra- it was just too noisy. It didn't, you know, feel what's, like, uh, what's you interesting know. is, uh, when I was looking into this song, Jack White was saying he had collaborated with Jay Z back in 2009, okay. but it just didn't go anywhere. It just uh, it just didn't work. I think his music goes better with country. You know, I feel that's why the Loretta Lynn thing works better because he there is a lot of country base to what he does. I mean, when he covers Jolene and everything, it works. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just the genres don't mix. Even though he's brilliant, and she's brilliant in her own right, but it doesn't work together. I don't think. Jeff, how do you feel about it? Uh, I'm kind of siding more with you on this one as well. I'm not, I'm, first of all, I'm not a big Beyonce fan. I think she's really super overrated. Phenomenal um, dancer, though. Okay. Phenomenal <laughs> dancer. <laughs> he really is. Maybe she could, maybe she's in I my category. Two dancers maybe. would be connected. Um, whatever. <laughs> but if, if it, with this song, I mean, if I'm good. It's very soulful. Uh, Beyonce trying to be edgy. Um, I like that there was a rock influence in it. Uh, I mean, if I'm telling you it's it's okay uh i'm not after this episode i'm not going back on listening to it you know there are there are other songs that we did on here that i will absolutely go back and on on other episodes you know there's you know i, I go back and listen to stuff this is definitely one of them i won't go back and listen to all right um as a big lemonade fan anthony <laughs> <laughs> which i did not see that coming i'm doubting our friendship but uh, <laughs> i like right, lemonade and rightfully <laughs> so <laughs> I thought it was a great a great album. I don't think that this song is either of their best work. Okay. And I don't think it's the best song on Lemonade. Have but you guys cool. heard of this? Like I hadn't Lemonade? Heard of this. No, yeah. this this song. This song. Yeah, I I, I, I'm not, I don't listen when to it came answers. out, I, I watched the uh you know, I listened to it and I watched the the 
the film. It's like it, the whole. Oh, okay. Film. It just seemed like something that would get a lot of buzz that they were doing a song together, is what I'm saying. And I didn't hear anything. I, I feel well, like uh, the album got its own buzz, and the fact that she collaborated huge. with him did not. It was not really part of the buzz that uh, I okay. heard. I got you. I got you. Um, it was more about the video that it was a whole video album film, you know, whatever it is, forty minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think you're going to get um, one or the other is not going to get each other's fan base. You know, yeah, it's you're just not going to sway Beyonce fans to Jack White music. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to sway Jack White fans to Beyonce music. I don't think that, it's just not going to happen. You know, I think yeah. that's that's where the divide is. You know, it's a weird collaboration. It's kind of cool. I mean, I'm glad that they did it. Oh, yeah. It's but cool um, they did it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You can credit for it. But yeah. but it's, it's not, not, it's, not it's, it's not terrible. It's far from terrible. No, no. But it's but like, I don't know if that it's like one of the standout moments on the album. Like it's fine. But if they didn't do this song, I think the album still would have had the same buzz that it had. Yeah, and some things work. I mean, probably um a song that we'd all kill ourselves to if we heard it again, but it works perfectly is that little Nas X song with Billy Ray Cyrus. Mm. I mean, that song it was perfect. And that's why it was so popular. And oh, yeah. the way it, the melody, how it, he came in with the vocals and the chorus and, you know, and the, it just worked, you know, yeah. so you can fuse and it works with, you know, different genres. This just didn't work. I, so. I, I did like that. I liked how ballsy it was that she has a song where in the hook she keeps saying, let it be, let it be. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even I like think she that. knows that that's a Beatles song. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like somebody told her after. She's yeah. like, what? Beatles? Oh, I heard of them. The Rolling Stone people? No, no, no. They had to explain what the Beatles were. <laughs> they, let it be, let it be. I feel like she didn't know. I think she was just like, you know, she, th- she thought she thought of it. She's like, this is great. Let it be, let it be. And they're like, easy, Tiger. Easy. Slow it down. I don't get royalties on that. <laughs> they're like, easy. Let's, uh, let, let me walk you through music a little bit. Uh, I really feel that's the case. She has no clue. I remember one time I was in a comedy club and uh, it was a comic. I'll say his name, Mike Britt, whatever. We were and we were just oh, hanging Britt. out and we were smoking spliffs. And we were having a great old time after the show. <laughs> and uh, all along the Watchtower came on Jimi Hendrix. Oh, great. No, no, no. That wasn't the song. What's the one where I kill my kill my old lady or whatever? I caught her messing around with another man. You know that song? Oh, Hey Joe. Hey, yeah. hey Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe. Oh, yeah. Is hey, that Joe. it? Hey, Joe. Yeah, great hey, song. Joe. Okay. All right, so yeah, so the lyrics that are that. Man. I kill my old lady, cut her messing around. And so he goes, man, this is some bullshit, man. If a white guy, he goes, if a black guy sing this song, they would shut him down. And then we were like, Jimi Hendrix is black. And <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know it was Hendrix? Yeah, no, he, you know, he did. he's very limited. So that's he probably thought it was Clapton. I was Clapton. It makes sense. This sounds similar. Um so yeah, so my friend and my cell phone, he's playing with Clapton this week. So uh there anyway. Uh <laughs> DT I call him. Uh yeah, cool. All right. Whose turn is it? My turn? Oh, let's see. What do I got? I thought mine was fun. I found it at the gym, you know. Sometimes that's the thing about these um you know, streaming things. They really open you up to finding music. As much as I complain about all of it. It, uh, you know, back in the day, how do we find new music? You know, you hoped you had a cool uncle, you know, you, <laughs> you hope maybe the record store carried something cool. You yeah, the know, record, the guy behind the counter. Yeah. yeah. Something to you. 
you were, you know, yeah, you were. Oh, they usually it was like whatever they were playing sometimes because that's sometimes that's what I'll do. I'll go yeah, you walk in. I remember yeah, that's yeah. how I discovered Motley Crue. Oh yeah, they wow. were just playing on the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I same with me. Like Etta James was on at a record store, and I was like, oh, that's beautiful. I, you know, so I got into her after that. So yeah, I think that's. But yeah, I mean, that's very limited. You know, thing. You hope that somebody's you know has good music playing or knows good music, or you have somebody in your life that can get you on to stuff. So anyway, um, what are we talking about? We're doing the collaboration. Take what you want. Uh, six single and nine track of Post Malone's um, album. And we have a very special guest on this album, Ozzy freaking Osbourne. I think this sounds amazing. I heard it and I was like, this is like, this is great. And apparently it was really uh, kind of a top 10 for Ozzy Osbourne. Like he got, it was in, in years. Like he, it kind of put him back on the charts. And I love this song. I think it sounds great. Um, it's, uh, yeah, so uh, Post Malone, who, you know, you see this guy, you're like, you know, he's got the tattooed face. You're like, you see him everywhere. He's everywhere. Like, I feel like he's the young guy who's in, uh, he's in movies. He's like, he's always like at the Grammys, you know, but I, I never explored him much. You know, I know he's the hip guy that everybody is kind of into as far as this kind of alternative hip hop kind of guy. But um, I think this works perfectly. I think uh, Ozzy's, uh, you know, vocals bleed into this on the chorus. Um, I think it sounds perfect. Uh, I haven't heard Ozzy sing this good since with Lita Ford. You know what I mean? Like it mm -hmm. just really sounds like just, you know, it, it works perfect. And um, yeah, it's also featuring on this is American rapper Travis Scott. And uh, yeah, this is released in 219. I did not know. I just found it recently. I had no idea this is released in 219. But uh, but yeah, I'm liking this song. I like this. Um, Jeff, I know you're a big Aussie guy. So yeah, what you I, think I, of this I'm going to tell you right now, this is the best. This is the best collaboration in over 20 years. Nice. Uh, this wow. is I mean, this is really, really good, man. I mean, if I'm if I'm going to have a minor a minor, um, I mean, because the song just works. I mean, your Ozzy's vocals is the best since you know 70s. I mean, it's great. Um, I, I love it. I love the beat of it. I think Travis Scott works great in it. I think Post Malone sounds. I think the only thing I don't like. I'm not a big fan of auto tune, and Post Malone is a big auto tune guy. But the song, the music, the melody of it. Everything about this song is great. It's spot on. It's a cool song. It's good that like I get to like listen to like po I can say I, I enjoy a post Malone song now. You know, <laughs> you were you were itching to All say right. no, well, no, but but he, but he does have a back a rock background, and I do kind of dig that about him. Okay, let me throw this at you, Jeff. Um, so, okay, auto tune. Wouldn't you say that pedals are the auto tune for guitars? Uh. No, I think I mean, it's. I think yes, it's, come no, on. I think a lot of them are analog. So well, I'm not talking about literally. I'm just meaning. No, but when it, it comes to the voice, the I want to hear. The, I don't need the voice to be enhanced. I don't mind some distortion, a little, you know, something on the guitar to make it sound a little bit different, but not the voice. I mean, you know, if if that's the way you feel, then that's fine. But like, yeah. I'm and and I think, listen, Cher did a great job with auto tune on it, and we know she could sing. And I'm not saying I don't. I don't think Post Malone could sing because I think he can. Okay, but I just yeah. I just think I just have uh, I just don't like how it. Just do you know like I don't the like the song is auto tune. Like, because you, you can hear it. You could just you hear can it. obviously hear it. Well, I think, and I've listened to the song a million times. Yeah, <clears throat> had you heard this song before? Yeah, 
I love this song. I think this song is great. But the thing is, I hadn't listened to it in a while. So when I was listening to it uh, again this week just to refresh it, it becomes like constant replay on my playlist. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, all right. So, um, yeah, what did you think, Anthony? Did the auto-tune bother you? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I really didn't like it. I didn't okay. – there wasn't much – I Ozzy's voice sounded good, but that was about – that was about uh, – where I drew, drew the line, okay. <laughs> I, I, like the music arrangement in it. Nah, I it wasn't for me. I the whole vibe of it. Yeah, it's a very. It felt a little um, dated, kind of like late '90s, kind of Aussie kind of song. But yeah, it's, it's like a hip hop ballad, which yeah, I'm not a huge yeah. fan of usually. But you like yeah. lemonade, so you don't make sense. <laughs> I'm very complex. This <laughs> lay is to you. I want my rap to be hard. Okay. Sounds a little gay, but I like it. Um, <laughs> but you, but you didn't. But Anthony, you didn't like the music in this. Yeah, it was good. I thought it really no. didn't get you. Didn't get you going. You didn't think like you get you, know, you like, going. No, yeah. it's like a mellow. This is a mellow. So this is a I don't know, man. It's it still had it still it had an edge. It has this some was, lift to it. Yeah. yeah, this was not. This wasn't like a wimpy song at all. It's not wimpy. It's not a power battle. To, be, to me, it was a little wimpy. No, it it, it, it it's it's <laughs> definitely harder than uh, when I closed my eyes forever. It was like uh, it reminded me of like what is it, like uh, changes. Or Mama, I'm coming home. It was like that kind of Ozzy. Well, I think song. the song is better than Mama coming home with with some Mama. just some hip hop thrown in there. All right, all right. Well, the defining decider and uh, judge on the show is Adam. So, Adam, what did you think? Well, you guys mentioned uh, Lita Ford before, and that was the first thing I thought when I when when the song started up. I was like, this does sound like Ozzy from Close Your Eyes. Mm. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, this it, like I liked Ozzy's part. I just thought I, I thought uh, Post Malone, Travis Scott were kind of it was kind of a forgettable song to me. Yeah. At least out of the others, there. I mean, I thought mm-hmm. there there was a lot of other stronger um, I mean, hip yeah. hop collaborations on here. I get it. I get it. Um, you know, sometimes it it speaks to you, and sometimes it doesn't. But you guys yeah. are totally wrong. Okay, so the next. <laughs> That's what's beautiful about music. It's subjective. You can do what you want. All right. Uh, let's see. Jeff, why don't you lead us off? Yeah. Okay, so I, I chose um, in uh, it was the, I believe the year was 91. The 91 album, uh, Cack of the Killer Bees. Um, this is an Anthrax album. And the song was uh, Bring the Noise, which is a great public enemy song but the collaboration between anthrax and uh public enemy is killer to me i thought this is great um as much as i like uh you know uh, walk this way i like this better because it is just harder and on this album um anthrax does a cover of kisses uh, uh parasite I, I i every time i i forget about anthrax and i put something back on i love it it's a great uh, uh collaboration um mtv uh, Headbangers Ball used to play the shit out of this. This is great. Uh, Rolling Stone ranks it 160 on its top 500 songs of all time. And to me, this this is the greatest rap, rap rock mm-hmm. collaboration of all time. Wow. And, they, is, and when, you, and when you talk about having fun, these guys look like they have fun and they tour together. So they, yeah. they, 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 you know, these guys get it. Yeah. I think I enjoyed the Beyonce song a little better. 
I'm not no, sure. you wow. did not. I respect Ooh, public. Fired. I respect. I respect wow. everybody involved in this song. You're I saying they that, didn't I, bring the noise? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that would make that better, Anthony, if you would have done in this voice. <laughs> Are you saying they didn't bring the noise? <laughs> they brought the noise. I just didn't like it. Um, I, I mean, when you see this on paper, you're like, oh my god! Like I saw it on paper, or whatever, written. I was like, this is going to be amazing. And I'm not saying it's not amazing because it probably is. I just, I just felt like it. Just, I don't know. It felt too hard. You know, I felt mm. like it could have used some Post Malone softness hard. to it. It felt like it was going in too hard. I, I don't know. I just some reason, and I'm just being honest. I'm not trying to be controversial in this. Whatever. I just felt like it was just, it was a little much for my and ears. You put this on. You, you'll fight anyone on the planet. <laughs> I'll fight anybody anyway. I'll fight anybody <laughs> to air supply. Come on, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to if, if Tyson's in the on the other corner, okay, and I, I have to fight him, let me first hear this song and then I'll go. Dude, I'll fight you to Conway Twitty. I don't care. I'll fight anybody at any song, anytime. <laughs> that wake me up, go go. I would yep. have been the guy like, we can still do this, you know. <laughs> I'll be like, we can still go. Come on. Uh, uh, Anthony, I feel like this has got you written all over it. How'd you feel about oh, it? Obviously, yeah. different than I felt. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, I do think that the public enemy version is better. Uh, but this is, it's so much fun. Um, it is fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Even though anthrax isn't necessarily making public enemy better. No, it's still, you're still having a blast listening to it. And it is cool that it's a similar thing that run DMC and Aerosmith did but they flipped it where the rock band is covering the rap group, you know? So that's, that's kind of a fun twist on, on that. Um, but I, I love it. Yeah. Adam, how do you feel? You know, I, I, uh, I agree with everything Jeff said about this one. This is, I think one of the, I think this is probably the best rap rock combination, yeah. uh, collaboration. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just so it's it's edgy. It gets you fired up. I love this song. I mean, this is probably the one I played the most on this on this list this week. Yeah, like I said, I feel like on paper, this looks like this should be a home run. And I guess for most people, it is. Great, I just felt great I don't rock know. group, great rap group. Yeah. Great song. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm going to beg to differ on the greatest combo of rock and rap i think what i chose was the perfect song when it comes to kind of right, the blending of Ooh, nice the two segue. genres i believe Anthony, that's what you call a segue segue <laughs> on dustin's vinyl in the morning dustin's vinyl. <laughs> take, take it away dustin <laughs> Uh, Numb by uh, Linkin Park, which I think we all miss. Um, very tragic. Uh, Meteora, how do you say it? Meteora. Um, great, great, great album. Um, I feel like this song, you know, 2002. I mean, you think like that was a long time ago. Like it, it, you know, when I was listening to it, I was like, it, it, this definitely felt fresh. Um, or it felt very 2000. It depends on how you look at it. Um, I feel like a lot of people are trying to uh, evanescence and people, you know, those mm-hmm. bands are trying to like bring this sound back, I think. But that that band's old too now. I mean, I don't know if there's like is there are there young bands doing this? Probably. I feel like once I went down that new rock thing on Apple, they all sounded like this. 
<laughs> and um, I feel like there's a lot of the new rock sounds exactly like Linkin Park to me. Like I feel like it's you know it's you're better off going new punk than you are new rock. Um, it, you have I have a hard time finding anything that doesn't sound like this 2000 sound. Um, Jay Z uh, bothers a lot of people, um, but I love Jay Z. He some about him is he's funny to me. The, the his work with Rick Rubin, his work on this, I feel like um, is is spot on. Um, this song, uh, it, it's, it, it, the way it builds is amazing. The way that it's just kind of like comes together with Jay-Z when his vocals come in. Um, you know, this is like, it was top on billboard for 12 weeks, uh, six weeks, uh, you know, number 11 peaked, you know, it has all kinds of accolades and stuff. Uh, uh, 1 billion streams on Spotify, um, top 100 tracks of the decade, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, this is great. I'm not a huge Linkin Park guy, like in the sense of I'm not like a crazy fan. Um, but every time I hear something from them, I just enjoy it. This is kind of one of those songs, kind of bandwagony, where I'm like, this is a good one. You know, I'm not like I can't give you some Linkin Park catalog full of like things, you know, that they've done that I love. I hadn't seen them live or anything. And then, you know, but I just love this song. I remember when it came out, um, it kind of got us through kind of, you know, this post 9-11 stuff like when music we we're all clinging to good music again and stuff and this is just one of those songs i remember it was a big part of my life that i played a lot and i felt like it made me feel a little younger because it wasn't just all like stevie ray vaughn like there was something that was fresh and this is one of the fresh songs i remember mm -hmm. that i was listening to adam how do you feel about this song numb with Park? Uh, listening to it today i was kind of I, I was i'm like there's something off about it i feel a bit conflicted about this and i think it's because i think it's a natural collaboration but I, I really like numb just the song numb and i feel like when it goes into numb and the chorus at the end it just it's almost like just two completely different songs that are going on um you know i like jay-z's part at the beginning but i just like i, I just i don't know why they needed to bring that in that chorus in the end hmm. i mean i think it works i think and also i think what works about this is lincoln park fans they're going to be Jay-Z fans. And I think some Jay-Z fans became Linkin Park fans. Well, this is one of the few songs right. that I think it worked where the fan bases were connected as opposed to like both fan bases going, what the hell is happening? So I feel like it <laughs> fused the two because they, they performed live together. So, and it, it, and successfully. So I think that's a big part of it too. These other bands, I don't think I'm sure run DMC and Aerosmith did one or, or two or something, but but I think they did a whole thing together. Uh, Jeff, how do you feel? I love it. it you know, th this is great. Um, this absolutely works. It's, it's a great combination. I actually think the three uh, songs that we picked, okay, and, and each of us picked something different. I think these are the three best uh, rock, rock, rap collaborations of all time. I think this is great. I don't know. How, I, there's no, there's no criticism of it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a great song. Jay Z's uh, vocal is perfect on it. Uh, the chorus of Numb is great. Numb is a great song on its own. This is tremendous. I can never tell Anthony if you like a band like Linkin Park. So I'm very curious about the, your response to something. Because I know he's kind of not in the genre of the dirty <laughs> yeah. punk stuff you like. So I'm curious. I, I, I was not, uh, not a fan of Linkin Park. Um, I felt so bad. when this came out, <laughs> I, I hated this. Yeah. 
Um, I hated it until I heard Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne together. (laughs) And now I think it's okay. Uh, It's genius. (laughs) That's a segue. Good work. I liked Jay Z's part. I feel the opposite of Adam. I prefer the Jay Z stuff. And I'm like, why do they even need Linkin Park on this? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we do the show. Yeah. Each his own, literally, here on all the songs. <laughs> uh, very cool. All right. So we got a little bit of time left. Uh, so who's next? Uh, Anthony? Do you, or let's, let's go Adam on the next one. <clears throat> all right. I did a recent collaboration, uh, The National and Taylor Swift, The Alcott, off of The National's recent album, uh, First Two Pages of Frankenstein. And uh, this is another one of those do these two fan bases mix because, you know, you have Taylor Swift, pop superstar and national is kind of this indie royalty. Um, and uh, they, they'd actually collaborated before on <clears throat> a uh, Taylor Swift song. So, uh, um, you know, Matt Berenger, lead singer, uh, uh, wrote this song and uh, Aaron Desner, who had uh, produced Taylor Swift, two of Taylor Swift's albums, reached out to her. was like, hey, I got this song this is her favorite band, the national. So, um, it's, you know, it, it, on paper, it doesn't seem like it would necessarily work, but it, it, it's this kind of introspective love ballad. Um, you know, you got these shifting perspectives works as a really good duet. And, um, you know, I feel like this could be one of those kind of crossover hits, those mainstream crossover hits. Yeah. This is the best she's ever sounded in my opinion. Um, it's the first time that she's had some bite and some soul, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hear the music. I know she's super talented, but I just, can't, you know, it's one of those, it, it's not for us. And it's hard. It, it's even, I feel like a dick, even, even like, like you can go after post I, I feel like a dick if I go after Taylor Swift, cause it's not made for me, but I might revisit this. If she did more with this, you know, yeah. I, I feel like I would be more into her if she took away. Cause sometimes, you know, like Miley Cyrus, like they take a turn and they get good and you're like, okay, I take back all the other stuff I said about you. And so sometimes artists take a turn and they get more serious and they get better. And so maybe this is the beginning of that. Did you do um, think she sounded more grown up on this? Yeah. Like, like I thought, cause I thought this was yeah. more mature for her. Yeah. I, you know, She's I don't like, think this. Five. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, you know, I liked, I liked her. I thought she, I thought the backing vocals were nice. It, this is definitely not my type of music. This is kind of like modern folk. So yeah. I'm not a, I'm not yeah. a big fan of the well, national. Folk I like, I don't c- consider her folk though. No, I'm not her, but the yeah. national oh, and the this, national. and oh, this, yeah, yeah. and this style. Yeah. yeah but I, I, but I, I did think she sounded nice. This is definitely, definitely something again, I would not uh, ever play again. Yeah. Okay. But I would like to see her go in this type of direction and where I think it's a more m- mature, not as poppy sound. Cause I, cause she, like you did say, she was talented. And when the first album came out, I thought she was a little bit more country. And I liked that too. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's the thing when you have the access she has you, to amazing musicians and people around you, your music you know, inevitably has to get better. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Anthony, uh, I have nothing against, Taylor Swift, but I I never got into the <laughs> national. You're running against her. <laughs> I I didn't enjoy this, and it had nothing to do with Taylor Swift. I just didn't like. And it had everything to do with the national. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I she didn't make it better or worse one way or the other. I, I just from the opening, I was like, eh. And then he, because he the he the guy from the national starts. 
yeah. singing first. Yeah, right? He sings most of the song. Yeah. So like, you know, the intro is happening. I'm like, eh. Then he comes in with his vocals and I was like, eh. And then by the time she came in, I was like, she, yeah, there was we, nothing, we, not much she could have done here. To, we to liked it when me. it was the Pogues. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just, it just, yeah, I won't listen to it again. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So while we, uh, what, what song did you pick? Your second one? What was it? Mine? Yes. Wait, wait, can we save Anthony's for last? Because we're, we're going to need a lot of time for Anthony's. <laughs> a a lot of time right. for it. All I think right. we could do, do a whole egg segment on it. Mine's just real quick. Okay. Okay. You go. Okay. So real quick, I did. I love this song. Come with me, Puff Daddy and Jimmy Page. It really is. It's a rework of the 75 song Cashmere. Tom Morello from Rage is playing bass on it. Um, I love it. And, you know, heavy orchestral part of it. And it's off the Godzilla soundtrack. I think this is my favorite song Puff ever did. I'm very more curious to what you guys think about this. Um, I, I don't know. It's another one that I don't know if it worked. <laughs> These collaborations are very, I, I kind of like Anthony's more than I like this one. Oh, no, Anthony's, we need a, we, uh, yeah. there's we'll a do lot. a whole, whole segment on it? Uh, Anthony, we'll save it. you have no like idea what felt you, busy. What you just, uh, undercovered. I felt like this song felt busy. And oh, I feel yeah. that's there's a lot going on in it. There's a lot going on. It was busy, you know, and I think that's what, Adam, what'd you think? No, I, I had the same, uh, the same issue with it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, um, I think I like the Post Malone one more than that one. Wow. I think that was the 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 weakest of the the rap kind of rock combos. Yeah. yeah, even though great again, talented people except for Puppy are involved in this, and then you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony's talk to us about. Well, I you know it was a big deal when when this came out because he got the. He got Led Zeppelin because it's uh, yeah. doesn't Jimmy Page play on it? It's not just a sample. Yeah. No, yeah. it's him. He so played it's a, on, he that played is live. cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I remember it being a big deal, but I don't I don't really like Puff Daddy or P Diddy. Like no matter what how he releases music, it's not. It's I feel like he was a bad thing for hip hop in the nineties. He made it go like a in a wow. very mainstream pop way that was uh, what I didn't I didn't prefer it. I think people should owe Colonel Parker an apology. I think what Puff Daddy did is like outrageous. You know, there's there's been a lot of videos circulating with um, you know Biggie was apparently they ripped off a guy that was like a a, a Southern dude that was like. Uh, kind of a, the same whole thing. His name was Biggie, and like he did the same kind of rap and whatever. And Puff, mm. I think Puff paid him off just so oh, he could take this. Is that stuff. true? Yeah, it's like Man. there's some document on it. You can check I it out. I've never heard I'll, of it. I'll come back. I never heard that either. That's actual cool. information. But uh, yeah, there's a guy that ripped off. Like apparently Biggie ripped off, or Puff ripped him off, and like they paid him all the way out. The guy never said anything because he was getting paid out. But it was like mm. you know. A lot of things are like that, you know. Dangerfield bought his act from a guy that didn't make it. You know, it's like there's everybody. There's no that guy also thing. got no respect. <laughs> there you go. Still to this day. <laughs> All right, Anthony, you got two minutes. What do you got? Two minutes. Okay. <laughs> I have enough time. Really? I, I think uh, a whole go, episode. Go. Come on. We got it. I picked, uh, this was not a, this was a live performance. I picked um, when the Beastie Boys were on Saturday Night Live. Uh, oh, I'm looking at the wrong one. 
Oh, okay, good. You gave the wrong one. Like, no, no, that was a bonus. <laughs> the bo- it's the bonus that bonus. That, that, that I'm yeah. focused on. Okay, oh, okay. Time for the bonus. Okay, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so Beastie Boys on Saturday Night Live playing uh, a little bit of Sabotage, and then Elvis Costello storms the stage, and they play uh, Radio Radio with uh, the Beastie Boys as his backing band, um, which I think when I saw this on TV, I don't think I, I mean, I liked Elvis Costello, but I don't think I had any idea why that happened. And I was (laughs) reading up a little bit about it uh, for this. And now I, now I get it. Uh, Apparently Elvis Costello had, had uh, been banned from playing on Saturday Night Live because he what was the song? Less than zero. Uh, was, supposed to play? Uh, was it watching the, det- uh, watching no, the no, no, I think it was radio radio. He played radio radio, yeah. right? He was but supposed, he was play supposed to play else, something else. And then went else. into radio radio. He played a few seconds. And then he said the same thing. There's, there's no reason for me to play this song. And then he played radio radio. He got banned. And then this was his return. Uh, this is the first time he had played on Saturday night live was the beastie boys came on. They played a few seconds of sabotage, which is the song. That was their. I, that was what they were supposed to play, and then, uh, and then he comes out and he says, "There's no reason to play this song." And then they play Radio Radio. Yeah, that was <laughs> great. It's, it's pretty cool. It's uh, that was great. Nice, nice, Did you like nice it, Jeff? Moment. I loved it. I yeah. love it. I, I absolutely love it. I love everything about that story. That story is true. I remember. I remember being a little kid when Elvis Costello did that, and I remember when he came out and did this on Saturday Night Live. I love the Beastie Boys. Love Elvis Costello. Love the song. You know, I love the story behind it. Yeah, it's it, it's amazing. Yeah, it is cool. I didn't realize it ran that deep. And then because at first I was like, oh, this is like the Run DMC thing. One's playing and then, hey, look. Yeah. But uh, Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, I think knowing the story makes it uh, makes it better, too. I, I kind of I it would have been great to hear uh, Elvis Costello perform sabotage with them that's what i was hoping for yeah this almost makes you like elvis costello i mean i love elvis costello i'm this close (laughs) i've seen him live i'm this close i've tried i've tried with all my being i saw him at the beacon do an acoustic set yeah well you know the first two albums are the 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 best the attractions are the good stuff but Yeah. yeah I just, I got a little Elvis out, you know? <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, watching and listening to Dustin's Vinyl. Please go on YouTube and get us famous. Get the clicks. Click us out, baby. And uh, support your uh, local record stores and buy vinyl records. We love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.